It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. On today's Smart 7, the Rwanda bill is back in Parliament. Michelle Moan on that PPE contract. And lots more. It's Monday 12th of December. It's Postal Workers Day. And happy birthday, Hayley Steinfeld. The Smart 7. It's news, but not the news. PM Rishi Sunak's latest Rwanda bill will be making its way through Parliament on Tuesday and it's already been causing plenty of rifts amongst the Tories. It was drafted in response to last month's Supreme Court ruling, which found the policy of sending asylum seekers to Rwanda unlawful. The new Safety of Rwanda bill seeks to reverse the findings by legally declaring Rwanda a safe country for asylum seekers. But it doesn't override international law, and former Immigration Minister Robert Jenrick quit last week, claiming it doesn't go far enough. He says mass immigration is damaging integration. It's an obvious observation that a million people coming into our country every year is immensely challenging to successfully integrate. For example, with the marches, where I saw some people who simply did not share British values. Meanwhile, Labour's Liz Kendall seems convinced the bill will pass. They're not going to lose. I think you'll get through quite comfortably on this, because why would a Tory MP signal such a lack of confidence in their Prime Minister? They don't want an election because they're worried they'll lose their seat. Russian President Vladimir Putin announced his 2024 presidential campaign run on Friday. He's already the longest-serving Russian leader since Stalin and will have spent 20 years in the role by the time voters take to the polls next March. He says he has no choice but to run again and speaking in the Kremlin on Sunday, he promised more combat against the West. People are hunted down and killed in the streets there. It's been shown all over the world. They are not just morons, but also neo-Nazis, obviously. They are ready for anything, ready to cooperate with anyone, just to harm Russia. Meanwhile, Ukrainian President Zelensky visited Argentina this weekend to witness the swearing-in of the country's new president, Javier Millet. The trip is part of a strategy to muster support for Ukraine amongst Latin American countries, and Zelensky's wife Elena says it's important for the world to keep focused on Ukraine. We cannot get tired of the situation, because otherwise we will die. And if the world gets tired, they will simply let us die. This danger that the aid will slow down constitutes a mortal danger to us. Two months on since the Israel-Hamas war began, the US vetoed a ceasefire resolution in the UN Security Council on Friday. The resolution, which called for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza and the safe release of all hostages, received 13 votes in favour, with the US voting against and the UK abstaining. A US spokesperson explained that they support a two-state solution, but felt the resolution was too rushed and an immediate ceasefire would only plant the seeds for future war. Senior advisor to the Israeli Prime Minister Mark Regev thanked US President Biden for the move. We thank the United States for its veto. The United Nations, unfortunately, has a built-in anti-Israel majority. And we thank uh, President Biden 
for the diplomatic support. Without that, a very bad resolution would have been passed. Tory peer Michelle Moan has spoken out for the first time about her links with a PPE company awarded huge government contracts during the pandemic in a YouTube documentary posted on Sunday. PPE MedPro is being sued for over £100 million by the UK government, who alleged that surgical gowns it supplied were unfit for purpose. The company had already come under fire when it emerged Michelle Moan had lobbied ministers to award it lucrative government COVID contracts. Meanwhile, an investigation found over £65 million of company profits were directed to accounts benefiting Michelle and her husband, Douglas Barrowman. But in the new documentary, which was funded by PPE MedPro, Michelle says ministers were always aware of her ties to the company and Housing Secretary Michael Gove says ministers aren't to blame for what happened. Ministers did not take individual decisions about who should receive contracts during the pandemic. So the suggestion that somehow uh, ministers were seeking deliberately to do favours or line the pockets of other individuals, I think is totally unjustified. Still to come on the Smart 7. Man City put their losing streak to bed and Adele's honoured in Hollywood. Right after this. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome back. Liverpool are back on top of the Premier League table after a 2-1 win over Crystal Palace on Saturday. Meanwhile, Arsenal suffered their second loss of the season to Aston Villa, who trailed them by just one point in third. Spurs thumped Newcastle 4-1 to end their losing streak, and Man City pulled off their first win in five games with a 2-1 victory over Luton Town on Sunday. City boss Pep Guardiola said the losing streak helped get his team back in a winning mindset. But sometimes, after winning, you're want to try to do it, but this extra, you don't do it for what? Because you won a lot and you need a punch in your face. You need it. Now, okay, let's do it. Let, let's see. The red carpet was rolled out in Beverly Hills as celebrities from across the world flew in to attend the Hollywood Reporter's Women in Entertainment Gala. Ariana DeBose, Kerry Washington and Helen Mirren were all in attendance for the awards, which recognise women who've made strides across the entertainment industry in the last year. British singer-songwriter Adele was honoured with the Sherry Lansing Leadership Award, which recognises trailblazers and philanthropists in the industry. She talked about her experience of becoming a mother at the height of her success. Right at the height of 21, I fell pregnant. And um, to many, that would be, and it was considered career suicide. However, it was there and then that I chose to reject the scarcity of success and the idea that you have to be constantly relevant to be successful. And that perhaps, just maybe, I could be a hit both on and off the stage. And you'll never guess what, we got away with it. It's been a big month for Doctor Who fans. The 60th anniversary three-part special wrapped up on Sunday, giving viewers a first look at the latest Dr. Nkuti Gatwa, who made an appearance in a bi-generation alongside David Tennant. The sex education star will be making his full debut as 15 in this year's Christmas special, The Church on Ruby Road. The first trailer just dropped and it looks intense, so plan out your Christmas dinner and make sure you don't miss it. I'm the Doctor. What's up there? Goblins. Oh yeah. 
Time travelers are great. Like, wow. Ah! Hold on tight. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world.